Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. All right, we have the pleasure of somebody who has good faith, literally and figuratively, because he has good faith energy. He's CEO of the company. If you would uh, introduce yourself and uh, and just, I want to get the quick, anybody who's clicking on this is educating themselves on not only EV and electrification, but also applying that to your home. But who are you? What is your company? And what is your message? Yeah, well, hello, everybody. Um, hi, Jared. It's great to be here with you guys this afternoon. Super excited for Electrify Expo next week. Uh, we will be down there full force, uh, ready to electrify the world, uh, starting with Texas. But uh, my name is Mohammed uh, Mo Abdallah. I am the founder CEO of Good Faith Energy. We are an electrical contractor that specializes in solar energy, energy storage, uh, and uh, load management, uh, which we can get into at some point during our yeah. conversation. Um, we've been in, in, in the business for about 10 years now. Uh, our number one focus is to honestly provide the number one customer experience in uh, per, a solar purchasing experience, um, which is really hard to find in this industry. But we've really built a name off of uh, uh, doing what we believe is in the best interest of our customers. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where we're, uh, we're based out of uh, Dallas, Texas. We're about a 60 employee company uh, and, and, and we can't wait, like I said, to get down to Electrify next week. And that's it. Thanks, Mo. That's all the time we got. You absolutely did exactly what you're intended Peace to out, do. Y'all y'all have a good one. <laughs> it's been real. And, and you know, with with just technology and innovation, right, and just looking at your website and just talking about your messaging, it's it seems very slick. It's good. You're a Tesla, Tesla certified installer. I think this all speaks to obviously not only your business, but also innovation and progression, because I know just over the years, I know like somebody came by our house years ago and says, Hey, here's a solar water heater panel or this or that. And just with innovation, companies have to evolve. So I love the name good faith. I, I think that that just speaks to kind of your consumer, what you're trying to educate people with. Uh, are you exclusively just in Texas or are you going nationwide as well? We are just in Texas. Uh, there's 22 million people, Jared, that live in the Texas Triangle. It's a huge market. Uh, there's plenty of people that you can serve. Uh, we've, we have had uh, some good experiences doing some work down south in the Caribbean. Uh, I love the Caribbean. It's more of, I think, a hobby than it is a business uh, and profitability uh, factor. But um, we, we really think that Texas is uh, primed to be a leader in the distributed energy resource space. Um, and this is our backyard. This is where we built our crews. Uh, it's where we service our client base the best. Uh, so uh, we are uh, heavily uh, targeting the central Texas region uh, and pushing into Austin um, because it's just right along that 35 corridor. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we've done some work, solar roof work in, in various areas of the state, uh, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas. Um, it's really uh, where the market is, uh, is where you go. Um, but I don't think uh, you'll see us installing in Louisiana um, <laughs> or, or any other states. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah. and you know, that, that brings up a great point going to your social media, you, you break down kind of traditional solar panels or solar panels that we've seen in the past. And now with Tesla's, you know, integration into home and residential and businesses, uh, I, I will tell you my, my good friend, Garrett Marrero, who owns Maui Brewing Company, he, he runs his brewing facility off Tesla power. So again, if you're listening to this and you have a business and want to convert and you're in the Texas 
state and in the area of, uh, of my man Mo here and, and his team, sounds like this is a great option. And, and you know, Tusky, who I have on the podcast here as a guest, you know, with with Chargeway, he just leads that. And I think just breaking it down, most recently I got a homie who lives kind of in the Austin area, massive hailstorm. Um, you know, I, I, I want to get into that because that, that was something I, I found interesting because I golf a lot and there's a funny meme going around of, you know, don't have solar panels if you live on a golf course because just balls will strike and hit. And uh, I also saw some old dude shaking his fist like, you hit my house. He's like, you live on a golf course. It's going to happen, you know, but talk about um, durability, especially of kind of what we've seen with solar, because this is, I think, a really good selling point as well. Yeah, so let's let's touch on on durability for traditional solar first. So, um, traditional solar, you know, ninety nine percent of of the solar industry uh, are utilizing what they call monocrystalline uh, solar modules. Uh, these solar modules are uh, made out of tempered glass. Uh, usually, this tempered glass is one and maybe five eighth inch thick. Uh, so that's thicker than your car's windshield. Um, so, you, you know, you and I have all been in the car, um, hopefully not, but uh, when a hailstorm yeah. hits, you know, it's not necessarily just going to crack and, 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 and come through and penetrate your chest or anything. Yeah, you need to slow down and maybe take take some hits, um, you know, from the hail. But um, the, the solar modules are going to be the most durable thing on your asphalt shingle roof. Um, you know, uh, the majority of people have asphalt shingles. If not, you know, metal does withstand hail uh, very well as well as some other specialty roofing materials that 90% of people don't have. Um, but, you know, your asphalt shingle is going to take a couple of hits from maybe a dime size, you know, uh, a, a hail. And next thing you know, you have eight to 10 within what they call a square or a 10 by 10, 100 uh, a square feet of roofing area. Uh, that's going to warrant a, an insurance claim. Now you're paying your deductible and dealing with roofers and, you know, who, what, who knows what other damage you have on. And typically uh, the solar modules are not damaged, but the roof around it is. So you have to detach the modules, re-roof, reinstall them. Uh, well, your entire insurance claims probably 20, 30, 40,000 plus dollars. Um, and the cost to detach and, and reinstall those panels, probably about two to $250 a panel. Um, so five, six, $7,000 uh, in labor costs. Um, but um, it's all covered at that point under your, your, your insurance coverage. And yeah. so that's kind of the, the, the story behind A, you, more than likely your panels aren't damaged. Um, but if they are, insurance is going to replace them and pay for someone to detach and reinstall uh, the existing system. Uh, now, when it comes to solar roof, uh, what's, what's pretty unique about solar roof is, you know, the tiles are interchangeable. So um, in, in the event of a, a terrible hailstorm, maybe you have a couple of broken tiles, you don't necessarily have to file your deductible and do a full roof replacement. You could maybe come out of pocket a couple hundred bucks or maybe at the worst case, a couple thousand bucks, a lot, a lot lower cost usually than your deductible is going to be. Uh, and you can just slide any damaged tiles out and put new ones in. Uh, we have a case study of, of about a baseball sized hail hitting a solar roof in Wichita Falls. It went viral. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's on YouTube. And so anyone listening can go see that video and, and there's footage uh, that shows the before and after. Uh, and uh, that, that gentleman just uh, so happened to not have any damage uh, to his roof. But uh, I would say we had another homeowner, uh, just to be uh, kind of very objective here. He, he's the only uh, person out of about 70 installations we've done 
that has had damage uh, from a hailstorm. Uh, it was uh, like golf, uh, excuse me, it was like uh, uh, a softball size hail. Oh, uh, super, super large. I mean, all his neighbors surrounding him had totaled everything. Um, and he ended up, you know, his deductible was, you know, kind of in the fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 range. Uh, he ended up spending about $8,000, uh, 4000 for direct uh, damage, and then $4,000 just to put a stockpile of materials just in case something were to ever happen again. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it was still, I think, a third of the cost of his deductible. Yeah. And, and these are the stories I, I don't, I don't mean to start kind of with the, but these are the the things that people get concerned about, right? Just having an EV car and getting kind of the, the, the power, what do they call it? Not power FOMO, but basically like power anxiety, excuse me, charging anxiety. Mm-hmm. So taking a yeah. look at this and, and, you know, going through your website and seeing Powerwall, another thing that, you know, again, you're, you're this Tesla certified dealer, the, the backup batteries, especially in Texas, you know, you saw a lot of power outages over the last few years. Um, I, I think this is a great, you know, utilization and, and obviously what, what does, what does that look like for, for a customer again, applying this, this technology being off grid potentially again, with that power wall and t- talking about, you can run everything, you know, some say normally, and then obviously dishwasher, washer, dryer, pool pump, use those sparingly. But mm-hmm. I, I think these are all, again, a great facet for readiness again, either being off the grid physically or even just, you know, you're in your normal kind of residential neighborhood. Yeah. So a lot of things to think about here. Um, So let me kind of backtrack. What we do at Good Faith Energy is someone calls in and says, I'm interested in energy storage or solar energy. Well, uh, we kind of walk them through uh, our questionnaire to figure out what what, what their goals are, you know, and whether we can actually achieve them. And then we schedule an on-site survey. So we're not sending um, a salesperson out to the house yet. Uh, we send a site surveyor out to the home. This is a licensed uh, FAA drone pilot. Uh, so they are flying a drone, and then they are also taking electrical panels off the wall, taking pictures. They're also walking around the house and taking pictures of all the nameplate ratings for the major appliances in the home. Uh, they come back into the office that goes to the engineering department. The engineering department then uh, performs the, the drone model uh, to show uh, exactly how many solar panels can actually be placed on the roof um, and what the actual production will be. So it sounds simple, but um, mo- more, more than often, this entire process is totally jacked up uh, in the solar industry. And that's kind of what leads into the poor experiences. And the, oh, solar is a scam. No, you just uh, <laughs> you know utilize the company that really didn't do their due diligence and their, and their right. homework. And, um, and so once we're done with the drone model, we do a load calculation. We look at the codes that are followed by that jurisdiction that the homeowner is in. Uh, and then we go back to them. Uh, the account executive goes back to the homeowner and says, here's how many modules I can fit on your roof. Um, here's how many batteries you need for a whole home backup. Uh, if you did less than that amount, here are the circuits we would have to remove uh, from the backup configuration. Um, how long that uh, battery backup will last is completely dependent on you as a homeowner. Um, and uh, obviously, first, it's dependent on the system specs that you purchase, um, but also you as a homeowner, your load profile. Uh, I tell them, you know, I, I, I built you the ship, but you're the captain. So during stormy weather, you got to navigate to shore. I can't do it for right. you. I won't be there. You know, yeah. so um, one of the nice things uh, about load management is once you integrate that piece into the equation, 
uh, the load management uh, solution through SPAN as a smart panel. It makes your entire home, electrifies it, you know, decarbonizes it. It's awesome with the solar uh, and battery integration. Uh, and now it's giving you an algorithmic prediction on how much backup power you have available uh, for uh, the, the loads that you've set up as your must-have and your nice-to-haves. Um, so it's automatically going to load shed your, your non-essentials. And um, those are, like you said, your EV chargers, your dryer, your washer. Hey, sorry, guys, we can't run a load right now. We're going to stink up the bedroom <laughs> a little bit. It's okay. Um, but, you know, so that's kind of the approach that we take is if you don't want to sit there and do math and say, I bought two power walls, that's 27 kilowatt hours. I'm drawing 2000 watts. If I do that continuously, I have 13 and a half hours. When's the sun coming out? Oh, it's coming out in 15. I need to start. Well, you could do that, but right. most people just want to have that peace of mind. That's why yeah. they're making this investment. Uh, and so, um, yeah, I hope yeah, that answered no, your question. No, that's a great cycle of service. And that's, that's exactly, that's, we're coming into this and, and talking to the variety of everybody having fun on just a, you know, an EV bike, right. Or an e-bike, um, to talk about manufacturers and, and complexity. And that's, that's what it is. So, you know, you displaying at electrify expo is just a piece of education and that cycle of service, right. And, uh, with what you're creating, if somebody's got an EV and if they, if they live in an apartment complex or if they, you know, don't have a garage and because that, that kind of segues me into, you know, we talk about residential, industrial, all the options you have, but, you know, wildly popular. And again, when you purchase a, an EV vehicle, obviously Tesla has kind of created this norm and now they're the, they are the norm now for a lot of the manufacturers switching over to their, to their adapter. You do have everything up to, you know, the, the what is it? Level two charging solutions that they could, uh, that you could come get installed at their house. Yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. My my personal opinion is, you know, if you own a home and you have an electric car, you have a, a duty to power mm. that electric car with clean electrons. Uh, otherwise, you're not really contributing that much to a, a lower emission future. Okay, mm. regardless of your uh, affiliations or your views on, you know, the climate is changing, um, and we should have a try fold, you know, approach of uh, lowering cost, increasing reliability and lowering emissions. And I think that um, if you own an electric car and you're going around telling people, I have no tailpipe emissions. Yeah, true. But you held onto the car for a year and a half and you, you know, bought an, a hundred kilowatt hour battery that was super carbon intensive to manufacture. Uh, and uh, you really haven't done anything. And then you powered that car for two years or whatever off of coal or natural gas. Uh, and so, you know, I, I believe that um, that education is imperative that like EV owners need to understand that like, yes, you bought an EV and yes, it doesn't have tailpipe emissions, but you still have an obligation to now power that electric car with clean electrons or otherwise it's just nah, you know, like you really haven't weaned your dependence off of fossil fuels. You haven't. And maybe that was one of your primary objectives in making the investment, right? So yeah. I just think that uh, they need to be educated on this. And not only is it about lowering their emissions, but when you add an electric car to your home's load profile, it is going to be the heaviest load in your home. Um, more than often, you know, it's drawing on a you know, Tesla wall connector, you're drawing 48 amps, multiply that by 240 volts, you're drawing almost 11,500 watts continuously 
when your AC unit draws power, it's maybe three to 6,000 watts. On, uh, you know, if your dryer's on, maybe five to 7,000 watts. Your EV is a heavy load on your home. It's a heavy load on the grid. Um, and it's going to be a heavy uh, dent in, in your pocketbook when you get that electric bill at the end of the month. So it's important to start understanding this is the smartest investment to make. I've already offset uh, a lot of my, my transportation costs because now I don't have all the maintenance and I don't have all that yeah. stuff. But what if I can add that bucket into my savings when I'm evaluating a solar investment and maybe a battery investment? And now maybe I can have free nights where I can charge for free at home and I can model all of that into this new kind of way of operating with the grid and maximizing your savings. Maybe your batteries like mine are enrolled in the Tesla electric plan and you're sending um, electricity back to the grid during the, the summer peaks. Um, so everyone's complaining about big summer bills. I had a negative hundred dollar bill this summer. Hey, you know? there, that's that's the testimony and, I was and looking I could for. Show it to you. No, yeah. and it, I, look, I don't need yeah. this. I don't need to see your bank slip. I get it. Like I'm, you're not not buying it, but that's it's but, not on my that, bank account. <laughs> and that's and that just contributes to again what people's agenda is. And and you know talking to just different guests here, and even I just came back from SEMA show in Las Vegas and. Obviously, EV is a, is always part of the conversation, and you know Matt brings it up. He's like, we only we only just hit one percent worldwide of EV vehicles worldwide, and that like people are just you know you go to SEMA show, you know keep them ice, you know internal combustion engines. But you bring up a great point. Is I like the word duty. You know that that makes sense where you're like, hey, go off of this power. Not only is it benefiting our one planet that we have. Uh, it, but it's but it's also helping you. And this is again, there's certain touch points that you have touched on being good faith that you are. You're, you're saying, hey, let's let's deliver this. Let's do this right. And what one another great thing to add. I was going to get to that of, you know, people like, oh, I sell power back and this and that. And I mean, Matt's I think he's 60 percent off the grid uh, it being in Portland. And obviously, you know, it's not a sunny area. You know, it's really dark up there. So like you said, this level of conditioning that you seem to have really tapped into, um, you know, either the chargers or the wall and then just doing the full boat. Right. Like you have this all the cart option as far as here's these panels. Here's that panel. Here's your reserve. Here's your EV energy power. Uh, I mean, sounds like uh, I'm, if I lived in Texas, you're you're the guy to go to. I mean, it's 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 a no brainer, and you have so many companies moving there between Toyota, PGA. Um, it's 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 profound, you know, and and seems seems like you got it dialed, man. Well, thanks, Jared. And and if you ever buy a house down here, I'll I'll be knocking on your door. Um, but I, I think I think the biggest the biggest gap that you know is currently that currently exists in our industry is, is education. Um, there's so many myths out there. There's so many misconceptions. Uh, there's a lot of fraud, fraudulent activity happening in any new industry that kind of uh, starts to explode overnight. Um, you know, one thing to uh, just uh, put into perspective is the solar industry has kind of uh, taken a downturn, just a downturn, just like most home improvement services have um, uh, after interest rates went up a year ago. And so, um, you know, over the last 12 months, it's been unfortunate. I've actually seen, you know, several of my competitors no longer be, be able to open their doors. And I think one thing that makes us unique is um, we're, we're, uh, we're a middle markets business. So we're not super small, but we're not super big. Um, you know, the ownership team is myself and my partner who's a master electrician. And he runs, you know, the operational side of the business. 
Uh, we have a really good yin and yang. Uh, we have really good advisors around us on the financial side and, and just on the uh, business uh, transfer, transformation and optimization side. So we really kind of view ourselves too as, as a clean tech business, right? We're writing code and doing integrations and it's not just an installation business. And, um, you know, I think that that's what you should look for in your quote unquote installer. Um, how long can they uh, support this system? Is it built to last? Uh, how, how, how big of a fleet do they currently manage? Uh, and how satisfied is their existing client base? Um, you know, those are all things that I think consumers, regardless of whether uh, you're going with good faith energy or you live in a different state, you know, evaluating a, a, a national company or a local company, what kind of service you're looking for, what kind of products you want installed on your home. Um, really double and triple confirming that the plan that's outlined by that installer can actually be done and will actually yield the results that they've promised. Um, so those are those are all things I think to consider. Um, but uh, yeah, I, and I'm you know finding out more about you, Mo. This this came from a passionate side. This you came from the oil and gas industry. You're you're traveling. You're traveling all over. So this is a, this is a call to action. Not only are you a business owner. But this is almost let's call it what it is giving back and more of a, a philanthropic effort in a, in a kind of a weird way where where I don't, I'm gonna say you know you have a organization or anything like that but you know reading your your story there this was this was you kind of saying hey I can make a difference and this is this is it yeah I definitely consider ourselves a, a social impact organization so I, you know I launched the company in 2014 um, I had just um, uh, you know, and exited an oil and gas job and uh, traveled the world for a couple years, uh, just vagabonding around Europe and Africa. And, and, uh, and then I found myself, um, you know, seeing solar modules everywhere in, in Germany. Um, I looked at the sky, there wasn't a sun. Uh, I looked, I looked it up on Google and it said Germany powers 40% of its entire country uh, from the sun. Uh, it receives the same amount of uh, uh, sunlight as Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked up Texas, you know, we're generating less than 1% of our energy from the sun, we receive 200 and maybe 70 days a year on average of, of sunlight uh, in the state of Texas, um, more so in, on the west side and, and so on. But uh, for the most part, it just made uh, so much sense to, to launch a solar company because you could actually have an impact on, on the triple bottom line. You know, uh, uh, so I think that, that that's special, right? Like when you can actually be in a business where you can make money because uh, climate change is going to open one of the greatest economic opportunities, right? John Kerry, former Secretary of State, was, was uh, sent, you know, delivering a speech. And I heard that and I was like, oh, my God, this is all, you know, coming together. Um, and then and then in 2015, I enrolled uh, in a social impact strategy program at the University of Pennsylvania that really helped me start to kind of test my ideas and frameworks and uh, do a pilot project uh, and then generate my first dollar in, in revenue. Uh, um, and then um, and then, yeah, I mean, the rest is history where you just kind of we grew the business organically one project at a time. Uh, I partnered with uh, Michael in 2017. I think that was a key and instrumental piece in, in being able to scale the business, um, know, having someone super knowledgeable as well as being super um, committed to customer service uh, just as, as much as I was. And, uh, and, and that was uh, a huge win for the organization. So um, for us, like good faith is, is uh, about, you know, uh, doing what's good and faithful to the planet. Like, and that's definitely not um, adding more fossil fuels. Now, I'm not saying cut it off. I'm saying we need right. to 
We need to get more distributed solar and energy storage and load management in as many uh, homes and, and businesses as possible. Yeah, and I'm seeing, you know, just going going again, your website does a good job of just breaking down the different systems and getting the whole Tesla program or even getting free nights, uh, free night plans with this with the whole span system. Um, just just all of these different again, it I think some people get intimidated, including including myself, where it's like, okay, you know, our house is built in 1956 and what does that look like? We have a flat roof, we're in California. Uh, it's, it's, it's education. And also, as you say, miseducation. So that's why you want to kind of elevate those people that not only just, all right, cool. You got solar, you're running clean. You're like, okay, well, why, what, uh, what's next? <laughs> How can I compliment this? You know, like you say, buy back, give power back. Like you said, negative electric bill. I don't know if you guys heard that negative on the electric bill in Texas. Um, you know, and, and again, Texas, as you say, is such a massive market. So it's it's just about education and finding out what's what's in your area. Obviously, you're going to showcase that Electrify Expo. But, you know, I, I think, like you said, I, I think that was really sweet of you and, and kind of you, like other competitors aren't able to open their door because of this downturn. Maybe it's flooded. Maybe it's whatever. You got to find the right people. Right. And and really, you know, that's that's just business. And it's it's kind of analogously, it's like car dealers. Right. You go in there and you're like, oh, man, here we go. But a carbine experience can, you know, be decent as long as, you know, you go in with reasonable um, expectations. And I think that's, that's, that's right. what people, right? Yeah. I mean, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to sell money back. You're like, okay, hold on, pump the brakes. You got to make this. Investment, exactly. You know, in order I'm going to gonna back up. up my whole home and my, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, 800 amp service with four bat. No, it's not, it's not going to happen. And um, that's the key, right? Like the key is. Uh, having uh, honest and um, experienced, I would say, knowledgeable uh, folks that are delivering these solutions. You know, we need some tighter regulations. I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, some tighter regulations in this industry. A uh, big proponent of that because um, you hear the horror stories, people that thought mm -hmm. that they were going to get checks in the mail, um, people that, you know, uh, weren't on the title or they someone was dead and they still pulled. The, I mean, it's just all types wow. of. Of, of horror stories, but I, I'm not here to fear monger or scare. I, no. I think that really the goal is just to educate people and let them know um, there are good people out there doing this. You can have a good solar buying experience. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't have to be from a door knocker. It doesn't right. have to be right. And I think that that's the, Oh, you're in solar on another, you know, like <laughs> I, I, I literally knocked three doors in my life. Um, and then I was like, Oh, this is not cut out for me. Yeah. I want people knocking on my door. I want them knocking mm -hmm. on my door asking me, Mo, will you please educate me on whether this is uh, actually something that is deliverable, realistic, um, you know, help me assess this, give me an honest assessment. And I think that that's uh, really what we built uh, our, our name on. You know, I tell people all the time, reputation is how you see me, character is how I view myself, right? Okay. So, um, you know, I, I, we have a strong character, we have great values, and we won't bend them for anything. To, we won't cut corners. Um, if you want something done that's not doable, I'll be the first to give you all your money back plus some and say, you know, find someone else to do this. I can't, I can't do this. It's unethical um, or it's not doable. Uh, and then you're just going to be upset with me on the back end when it doesn't work. And I told you that. So um, there's, there's just, a, you know, it's an expectation setting thing. It's a communication thing. 
Um, you know, we, we also on the back end, we have this white glove service where we send a field applications engineer to your home, Jared, and he mm-hmm. walks you, sits you down and says, okay, based off of what you bought, based off of where you live, based off of how you use electricity, this is the right plan. And here's why. And so it's not just like, oh yeah, here, thanks for spending $80,000 with us, figure it out. You know, and that's honestly, again, what the majority of the industry is doing. Uh, we made that conscious effort to say, we're going to hire a high paying, you know, a, a intelligent person who's going to go out on the back end and, and orient you on your system. And it, I swear to God, it works like clockwork. He goes out really? to the home, he does the orientation, he asks them to fill out the survey. Then he stares at him, Jared, and he says, do you think you can leave me a five-star review on Google? And um, guess what happens? Most of the time they do. And so if you, if you go to like our, our Google profile, it's yeah. just one, one after the next. And it's, it's simply because we actually care about our client base right. and we want them to feel heard. And that's 99% of the time. Guess yep. what? Do we screw up? Yeah. Do we cause leaks in someone's homes? Sure. It happens, but we fix it. And, yeah. um, you know, that's what uh, most people want. They want to be heard. They want you to take action and resolve whatever issue they have. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of that's disappeared from modern day contracting. A lot of people have this burn, right? They've been burned by a contractor at some point. They're taking it out on good faith energy every time, right? Yeah. I'm like, guys, it's going to be okay. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, I, if I was operating in bad faith, I'd be the world's biggest hypocrite. Right. You know what I mean? It just yeah. doesn't work that way here. So, yeah. Well, hence the name good faith. And yeah, I mean, we, I, I, again, this is something I don't even want to say it's, it's just, it's just a new way of thinking, you know, it's a new way of thinking, not only just about solar, but also just the, the, the buying experience and the investment, right? The investment is, is what it is. You're investing monetarily. Um, you're investing into your planet. You're investing into the future. Uh, you're, you're giving back to the community. I mean, there's, there's so many different points that I'm, I'm getting educated on, you know, and just every day, like I say, things are constantly evolving from a, you know, logistic standpoint, as you say, you know, the government getting involved with it and, and what that looks like and, you know, EV charging stations and, and, and all of it, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I think we kind of touched on all, is there anything else, Mo, that you'd like to elaborate on as far as, um, you know, good faith energy and, and EV and anything? Jared, you know, I can talk all day. I mean, we, we just <laughs> met here a little bit ago. I don't think you want to give me an open mic. Just want to say thank you to, to uh, the audience, whoever tuned in. Hopefully you learned a thing or two. Um, my only, um, you know, ABC always be closing moment would say if you're on social media, uh, please follow us, um, you know, on, on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We have a lot of educational content there. Um, so any of you that are interested in gaining a deeper understanding, education. A lot of times you have these questions, guess what? Most of the time we've already answered them in a YouTube video. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing anyone that's going to be at the event next week. Uh, my team and I will be there. Um, let's hang out, maybe catch a bite after the meal, um, you know, throw whatever uh, myths that you have at me. I'll play a little myth yeah. buster, um, you know, character. And, um, and so, yeah, I appreciate you having me on the show and, and I look forward to the event next week. Absolutely. And then, uh, yeah, just again, your, even your Instagram, goodfaith.energy, uh, you know, just, just those little snacks, you know, and, and it might be a lot, but just take it in doses. Don't, don't be intimidated because uh, <laughs> there, there's some, there's some good faith energy folks out there, you know, again, in the Texas area that are looking to uh, convert your home, uh, your, you know, industrial, residential, all of it, man. So thank you so much, Mo, man. Uh, again, yeah. thank you for, for 
fighting the good fight. Uh, and, and again, this came from a very passionate, honest, sincere place. Uh, so thank you, man. Thank you, Jared. Yeah, man, you're a great guy yourself and I'll reciprocate it, man. You were pretty sweet this whole conversation. So um, <laughs> anything uh, we can do for you down here in Texas, uh, I would view us as an extension to your team. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yes, let's sir. go. Uh, let's let's get uh, Texas Motor Speedway all powered by uh, Tesla power. All those lights. Let's, let's go, going, man. Right? Trying, the, whole, the whole damn country, baby. Let's go. Right. And the, let's go over to the star and let's get that thing EV. Right. And how about how about them Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. all right i'll leave it at that uh, right. we gotta leave it on a fun note we got right, good faith guys. energy check them out on social network as well as youtube all those things uh peace thank you thanks for listening to the electrify podcast brought to you by the creators of electrify expo be sure to catch full video episodes on youtube at electrify tv and follow along on social media for daily clips and more